The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day is brought to you by Eight Greens. I wouldn't say I had a typical, standard, stable, traditional childhood. And I feel like that really helped me be me and really get to know me really fast. And then I had to trust myself really fast and I relied on myself really quickly. And so I feel like the challenges that I had growing up really helped me be me. everybody, it's Kat Sadler, and this is It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. I've spent decades in TV broadcasting and conducted hundreds, if not thousands, of interviews in the span of my career. And on this show, the conversations continue. My goal is that every episode feels entirely brand new, but also like coming home. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. I'm Kat. Welcome to It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. Hope you are smiling. I hope everything is right in your world. And thanks for being here. On today's show, we are going to expand on a lot of the themes we've kind of already been digging into this year. Health, wellness, feeling good in our bodies, the right mindset, all of these things to help us enhance the quality of our lives, which is why I'm super stoked to bring you today's conversation and introduce you to the founder of Eight Greens, Dawn Russell. It was so great to have her here in my studio, kind of face-to-face in a really meaningful, vulnerable conversation. Dawn was just 25 years old when she was diagnosed with cancer And this led her on a journey to heal herself. Mind you, she had dozens of surgeries and she sought the help of doctors everywhere to get well, as you can imagine. But at the end of the day, she ended up discovering the power of greens, which led her on her very purpose-driven mission to bring greens to the world in a way that we can consume them easily, very simply. So I think you're going to love this story. It's so powerful. You know, doctors gave Dawn a 38% chance of even living to the age of 30. So talk about grit and determination and gut. I mean, she would not give up. She was relentless. She discovered this miraculous healing because of the power of greens and now is sharing that with all of us. And when you think about a business, I mean, forget the health side of it, the life side of it, the survival side of it, just to stay with us here. But then, you know, creating this business from scratch, she did not settle. She did not compromise. We can learn so much from her. It took her five years and 264 prototypes of trial and error to get real greens, eight of them. I'm just going to rattle them off for you guys. Spinach, kale, blue-green algae, spirulina, chlorella, barley grass, wheatgrass, and aloe vera, all of those in an effervescent tablet that we can all just put into our water. Americans especially, we are deficient on our greens and she has made it easier for us and our kids and our loved ones to get 
our greens in our diet. Since launching in 2016, Eight Greens has sold over 130 million tablets to date. Again, these are real greens and no sugar. And guys, these products actually taste good. They've got their gummies. They've got their greens chewables. They've got the first real greens lollipop on the market. We get to know the woman behind this business. And today in my conversation, we talk with Dawn about her determination to get it right, traveling the world, following her gut, and demonstrating just relentless grit all along the way. I know greens like it doesn't sound like the sexiest topic to talk about, but I'm telling you this woman is extraordinary. Greens helped cure her. Imagine what they can do for you and for me. Here's my conversation with Dawn Russell. Welcome to It Sure is a Beautiful Day. It is so Such nice to name. meet you. Thank you. It's so great to meet you. You like the name? Thanks. Yeah, Yay. it's just, it's like, it makes you smile, you know? It makes you happy. Well, you're radiating. Like, the first thing I noticed about you is your skin, and I guess that's, like, no accident because <laughs> I, you're like a walking billboard for eight greens, I feel no, like. No, no, no. Don't. I don't want the I'm pressure. Serious. You know what I said? I'm like, no, 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 I can't. People say that, and I'm like, the pressure, the pressure. See, they're saying it, though. They're saying um, it. Yeah, I do get a lot of compliments on my skin, I must say. And it's really surprising to me because I don't know if you've, I, I have the world's most sensitive skin because I don't have the lymph nodes in the left side of my body, which we'll get to in a minute. But so my skin, I like am so simple with my skin routine, like beyond simple. So I really, I'm like truly the eight green skin tablet, like diagnosis because that's all I really take. Okay, so maybe there's really something to that, uh -huh. no, like yeah. simplicity and the greens. The greens, yeah. I, I'm so glad to speak with you because I just love your mission. I think your story's incredible. Your business is just like whoosh, blown up, global, all over the world, but mostly thank because you. you are enhancing people's lives and oh, you're making people you. feel better and live longer and all the things that I think so many people strive to to do and strive to live a certain way. So we got to go back because, I mean, the story and what, what prompted this whole journey for you really was about illness and cancer to be specific. So let us in, if you will, you were 25 <laughs> years old and what was, was going 25. on? What was your health? Like, how did, how did this come to be? I always say I was such a typical like New York 20 something. I had graduated from university, moved back home or maybe in my own apartment, but basically just really typical early 20s, you know, figuring out what you're going to do. I was in the process of applying to grad school, just really, you know, went out, had cocktails, didn't like overly drank, didn't overly, like it was so kind of normal. Mm. And then I went and saw a dermatologist that I had been seen my whole life. So when I saw her, I just said, oh, something's itching on my bum. And she just took off a mole, which interestingly, I never saw because it was so relaxed because I, I had known her forever. And so she took it off and just did a standard biopsy and that had melanoma in it. And then that the melanoma had obviously traveled to the lymph nodes in my left front groin area. So that's really how it all started. Not to be so specific, but it's interesting. I was on a um, call last week. We're launching in Whole Foods in April. And I always start the phone call with like, I'm sorry, I have to start with this or I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like it's such a downer to start with like, when I was 25, I had cancer, <laughs> but it's always, you know, 
for better or worse, it's the origin of eight greens. I would have never gone down a path of of greens if I hadn't. So basically, long story short, I had cancer and I had, um, I've lost count, but I think it was the fifth surgery and I got a bone infection. And because of the bone infection, which is a whole nother story, I couldn't do chemo or radiation. Mm. So was really lucky to sort out the bone infection, to be honest. That was the first time that I really, really like truly experienced just pain beyond what you can kind of put into words. But not being able to do chemo radiation, I literally traveled the world just to end up like full circle, just to end up back in my apartment in New York, going to the basics of like, this is what I'm putting in my mouth this morning. If there's a blessing to being that sick, your body immediately reacts. So you, you know, strawberries, rash, mushrooms, I'd throw up. Like it was so just immediate and greens stayed in. Mm. And so it was the first time I wouldn't, you know, throw them up or get a rash. And then I actually could, you know, get up at eight and not need a nap by 10 AM. And so I started really seeing, and then I started using them, dehydrating them and putting them in IV sacks. And that was really when I really saw the power of greens and did that for a while. And my surgeon at Memorial Sloan Kettering, as he has said in a few interviews, she gave me many sleepless nights <laughs> because it was just kind of I don't know if it's naivety is bliss, but I was so young that it was just, you know, let's try it. Let's go. Let's do, you know? And so, yeah, I really got back on my feet with greens and, and that was the birth of eight greens. Okay. Well, gosh, firstly, I'm sorry that you had to endure no. all of the pain that started, <laughs> you know, with the cancer and like you said, traveling the world. And I can only imagine what even just that whole part of your was life tough. was like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what was your prognosis at that point? Like you said, you couldn't do the chemo and the radiation and everything, yeah. but like that's a, a a part of life or news that one would hear and you're feeling miserable and you're in pain and all of that at that time that could easily make someone just cave and actually just stop trying, you know, not, right. not, Hey, fight, 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 fight. But you, it sounds like you had a lot of fight in you. Yeah, I do. I, I have a lot of fight in me and I don't know if it's like what my kids call the New York in me, which they both love and hate, but <laughs> yeah, I definitely have, you know, there's a force where I'm just like, let's try and let's keep going. And I mean, I had many dark nights, don't get me wrong, but there wasn't really an option, you yeah. know, I yeah. mean, you don't really have a choice in those situations. So. Did any of the doctors think you were crazy? Like, oh. did, did like, you know, Western medicine, like as if greens are going to be the yeah. answer? No, completely thought I was crazy. And then, I mean, it's interesting because I feel like almost the people that thought I was doing the most obscure, bizarre, odd, like you're doing what, are now the ones that I don't know, kind of like respect it the most, you know, mm -hmm. like, so when I was trying to create eight greens or what, I didn't know it was eight greens at the time, but I was working on a product, which we'll get to in a minute, you know, every manufacturer, every scientist, everyone was like, oh, sweetheart, you know, like the oh, sweet little blonde syndrome, like just put sugar in there and call it a day or just, you know, you can't dehydrate real greens. You have to use extract, you know, like everyone, I mean, oh, the laughs I got. And it just made me more determined, Kat. It just really was like, uh-uh, like, I will, I will prove you wrong. So. Ooh, what was your knowledge of food and nutrition prior to getting sick? Like, cause I even, I'm, I am a eight greens fan and I do the no. tablets. I do all the things cause I'm a terrible cook. And I could tell you, I'd be very embarrassed to tell you my cooking skills and even just my knowledge of food is pretty limited, getting better as I get older. But like, I'm even like, eh, 
what is spirulina exactly? You know, I think a lot of people are still like, what is, what is blue oh, yeah. algae? And Most why can't do I pronounce it. So I'm, you're right? doing pretty well okay. that you can <laughs> pronounce it. <laughs> I pronounced it. But like, were you already kind of dialed enough with, with the food system? Like, was that something you kind of knew about at 25 or were, were you, did you have to start from scratch and deep dive? Into Absolutely the- knew nothing. Wow. I mean, I, I, my mom was like, you know, the typical New York Upper East Side mom who'd like maybe make some pasta. Otherwise it was a good, you know, like Baltazar delivery. Like it was just really, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to sound rude, but like I was never a fast food girl or, you know, I, I never was unhealthy, but oh my God, I would never have thought like I need to eat protein tonight or I need legumes or I'd be like, what? It's just none of that. Yes. Absolutely none of that. So you started feeling better after this kind of experience experimentation. Mm-hmm. And then how soon after that were you like, oh no, this isn't just going to be for me. This is going to be for the world. Uh, a while. Because when I, I was still, you know, it took me so long to get back on my feet and really like really hard earned. So you, have, you know, New York, I was in the West Village at the time and I would spend all my time in Union Square with the farmers when they brought in their greens. And then I'd go and visit their farms. And, you know, they all just thought I was a joke at the beginning and I'd have to earn their respect and their time. And then they'd take me in. And so it was such a long, arduous process. Same thing with going to Chinatown, you know, they would just laugh at me and then they'd give me their like home cooked green tea on the side after like months of me showing them I was the real deal and I was a kind person. And so it was so hard earned that... I was just kind of like, I want to call, you know, I met my husband while I was ill. So I I had just moved to London and I just wanted to enjoy life. But it was once I got married and wanted to have my first child. And my doctor was like, do not roll the dice, Dawn. You've just been through so much. And I'm very in love with my husband, but really my life dream was to have a kid much more than being married and all that. Like kids, since, I mean, my mom has said since I have ever spoken, like being a mom was a dream of mine. So I then used the same greens to get pregnant with my now 12 year old. And it was once I had Alexander that I sat down, my husband was like, I know way too much about greens to not try to do something to share, you know, even if it was just for friends and family, that was really my intention at that point. And so my husband was like, great, you know, you've been through so much, you should do something with it. And he, he was amazing. Like, you know, I went to Germany a lot and, and, and the U S with, it was just, I was all over the place, not knowing what I was going to do. I just knew I had these eight greens and everyone thought I was crazy. That was about the- <laughs> There seems to be a theme here. <laughs> That's some total of what Doctors I had going crazy. on. thought you are crazy. Yeah. I love that you wanted to have a child so bad. You said Desperate. you used the greens to get pregnant. Tell me about how that helped okay, you. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I misspoke. They in no way helped me get pregnant. Okay. It was when I was pregnant. I So I don't have sensation from my knee to my groin and my left leg from the bone infection. Okay. And so carrying a child was was just so tricky. You know, my I already deal with so much inflammation in my left leg that to then have the weight of the child, it was it was really it was it was trying. And so the more I ate the greens, the more I was helping. I mean, at that point, I wasn't thinking of my child. I was thinking of myself. Like I could actually like function through the day because my my ankle would lock a lot, and I just had so many issues with my body being pregnant with Alexander that the greens helped me maintain, you know, circulation, no inflammation, da, 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 da. And so it was like my second round with greens of like, wait, they really, really, wow. really are important. 
Wow. Yeah. You met your husband in the middle of that period of, of your cancer before you were cancer free. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, how, how, how does that work? What does that look like? What do you recall from that period, you know, of meeting someone, connecting with someone, knowing the situation you were in and such a fragile, I'm sure, part of your life yeah. and then finding love? <laughs> well, everyone loves the like, you know, fairy tale romance of it. And it's kind of annoying to be honest because <laughs> like it was not like that. Okay. It's also like I do not want to be part of a fairy tale. I find that so kind of like Disney-ish. But um anyway, yeah. I mean How I, come you've got the script for the fairy tale that you don't want? All I want is the fairy tale. I can't have the damn script. I'm working on it. Okay, fine. okay, first of all, fairy tales don't exist. Okay, thank Let's you. I know. I'm, like, I'm getting this now at um, almost 50, but yeah, okay. You form your own fairy tale. Okay. Like, yeah, all that really great, <laughs> boring stuff that you don't want to hear. Um, so I I was transferred to a hospital in Boston to a, a team of, of bone infection specialists. And I had been in the hospital so long at that point that I I said, I really just need to, to get out. Like, can I go to Starbucks? Can I go to the CVS? And, you know, and that really wasn't an option because of bacteria and all the other stuff. So I went and saw a friend's friend and it was, we know, you know, it's, it's a very important day for us. It's February 4th. And it was the deep cold of a Boston, you know, snow up to your top of your head. And yeah, I, I rang the doorbell and, and Jamie answered it. And it clearly was destiny not to like poo poo fairy tale because he was at Stanford Business School, so California, he's English. <laughs> he had flown to Boston for that one day to see his god, his American godmother to get her, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be so happy I'm telling this to the <laughs> world, but to seek her counsel on something. And I spent the whole day just telling him, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, I can't tell the story publicly with a straight face. <laughs> Basically he, he was, he was ending a relationship and I spent the whole day telling him not to end the relationship and just being like, you know, come on, da, 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 da. I mean, I was so ill that, you know, I just was thinking like, don't let love die, you know? And I was, <gasps> that was kind of where my mentality was. So, so we met and then he went back to Stanford and, and I went back on my, my life. And then we ended up, I went to Stanford a lot for some medical treatments and we would go out to dinner and just, we were friends for a really long time. And it was really lovely because I was so sick and just, yeah, not, not even thinking of like man, woman thoughts, you know, yeah, and he was yeah. dealing with his own, you know, a pretty, pretty long-term serious re relationship. So it was really nice. We were outside of each other's social worlds and just became really, really mm. close confidants. Gosh, see, that's pretty beautiful, Dawn. Oh. I'm all I'm getting emotional <laughs> over here. It's pretty like, yep, that sounds like kismet to me. Oh. That's pretty cool. So, okay, back to you then had mm -hmm. your first son mm -hmm. and, and you decide, okay, we're going to move forward with this. I, I'm going to develop this. Whatever this eight greens thing is, I'm going to move forward and seek out the the doctors and the scientists and and make what I want to make to put into the world. Yeah. Had you ever started a business before? Or is this like uh, business 101? How but was that? But I didn't that? even have business in my mind, Kat. Like, okay. you know, there was no, you know, there was no thought process of selling this. It was literally, I want to make a product that I could literally give to my friends and family because I just knew I knew so much. And, you know, being from New York and living in London, you know, my friends 
are, are pretty cosmopolitan and knowledgeable. And they were asking me such basic questions that I was thinking, if you're asking me such basic questions, Think about, you know, the mom, you know, I'm in America. So think about the mom in the Midwest that's trying to get three kids to brush their teeth every morning, you know, like forget it. And so I was thinking, I just want to make a really simple product that will be great for my friends. And then maybe if I can possibly find one woman in the Midwest that needs it and wants it, I'll I'll give it to her. I had zero business aspiration. Well, because at first you were just thinking, eh, I'll create a website. Maybe this will be a mom and pop kind of thing. No big deal, right? Yeah. So then what changed? Well, it took me five years and 264 prototypes to make it, which all through the way, this is going to sound bizarre, but I feel like I've, I've had, you know, 20 minutes of knowing you, but I feel like most people will get this. The the five years of making it, more having the manufacturers and all these people telling me you can't make it, that I didn't even care about the end product. I just mm-hmm. want to like, I wanted to figure out the puzzle. I wanted to like go through the maze. It was, it was really, you know, it was like an isolated journey. I never mm-hmm. thought end products sell mm-hmm. on a shelf, da, 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 da. So once I got the product, I started giving it to friends and that then it just exploded. But I don't know if it's from like being in New York, but I gave it to a few friends in New York and like all of a sudden, you know, Bergdorf was calling and and all these places were calling. Did you make this product? And it was just like, wow. So I ended up launching in Nordstrom. At that point, it was all 119 stores. I mean, I think back on it, you know, I gave them... 3,000 six packs. I didn't have a single asset, no merchandising unit. I just sent, you know, sent them 3,000 boxes and they sold out, I think it was like in three and a half hours. Mm. It was like something so crazy that it was mind blowing. You know, (sighs) it was really fast and it was really, I mean, looking back on it, it's hysterical because I knew, I had no idea what I was doing, but it was great. You know, that was six years ago. Nordstrom was launching their, Eight Greens launched their wellness department in within their cosmetic. And they were really the first because then since then, you know, we did Sephora and we did all these other places that were launching their wellness. And, you know, now it's so mainstream. I mean, that's like a whole second part of our conversation. Right, but right. yeah, I launched in Nordstrom and it was, it exploded. And so yeah. then kind of played catch up for a while and then, we launched in Neiman Marcus. And then really that's when it was like, wow, I have a business here. Yeah, you know, this is crazy. So Whoa. I got a few people to help me. And then my husband, you know, he's he's the real smarty pants, Stanford <laughs> Business School, Harvard undergrad. So he really helped me with the business side. Oh, we love a smarty pants. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. That's, thank that's God for nice. my Thank God you pants. married the guy after all. You really wanted kids, but thank God, <laughs> you know, we're glad yeah, that worked he's, out. He's we're keeper. glad that worked out. Yeah. Tell me about those five years, because a lot of people listen to the show and they're aspiring mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and it ain't easy, right? Like it's, oh, no, it's, no, it's no. like, challenge after challenge after no, after, you know, so many headaches for a million reasons. But you talk about this 264 prototypes and like, it sounds like, you know, you would not settle. Like you weren't going to just go with something that wasn't exactly what you wanted. So tell me about that process and your grit and determination that it it sounds like you you were not going to forego during this experience. Yeah, I really did. Like it was true grit. And it kind of reminds me of when we were talking about with the cancer and, and the infection and just me finding those eight greens and traveling the world. And it was, I feel like the more challenging a situation, the more grit comes out of me. And with those five years, I I wasn't thinking business, monetary success, 
you know, I, it was so pure, like, mm. no, you cannot put sugar in that. No, that has to be the real green. No, you cannot, you know, you have to get the spirulina from this country, not that country. Like it was just, it was so granule in a really, like my efficacy down to that was so, was so strong. And, and so many, you know, the businessmen and the manufacturers were, were, were not the best people to be honest. And they, they would, they were pretty, you know, just, I was, not comfortable with their moral compass. And mm. it's it's always the stay true to your intuition, you know, mm. because that really, those five years were very hard, but very necessary mm. because I followed my intuition. You know, there were two manufacturers that wanted to partner and it didn't feel right for various reasons. And thank goodness I didn't, cause I now know what's happened to them. And it was the same thing with my illness, you know? I mean, there were so many times where people wanted me to try some trial programs and stuff. And my intuition, just my gut was like, no, and I wouldn't do it. And then I'd find out years later how ineffective it was. So it was, it's a lot of gut and then grit and gut. How's grit that? Grit and gut. Ooh, that sounds like <laughs> another company we should start. Uh, grit and gut. I don't know. That sounds no, no, empowering. I'm done after eight grains. Let's be really honest. Everyone's like, so your next company, I'm like, oh, no, I'm taking a holiday with my family. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever that is. Exactly. Wow. I love you talking about moral compass and a feeling. Because mm. again, that's not something you learn at business school. If somebody even wants to go, you know, you can learn all yeah. the things, but like that I think is just so invaluable that you were able to listen to that and not get distracted. And you had your blinders on and you're just really, really true to self. Where do you think that came from? Because a lot of people like desire to trust themselves, but they don't always. And it's very easy to get, you know, pulled a certain direction, you know, and, and to get caught up maybe. Do you know if it just been wired that way? I think so. Yeah. I mean, there were, I, there were, I would say, I'm being very inarticulate in this podcast because you're asking me very good questions <laughs> that I'm feeling hesitant to answer very directly. I wouldn't say I had a typical standard stable traditional childhood. And I feel like that really helped me be me and really mm. get to know me really fast. And then I had to trust myself really fast and I relied on myself really quickly. And so I feel like the, the challenges that I had growing up really helped me be me. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, thanks. I think I, you know, we were talking off camera before we started about all my many marriages, but like, <laughs> I do think, you know, I think it's all for a reason. I mean, that sounds so cliche and not, no, it's you know, so true, but it's like the adversity, the suffering, the challenges, the dark times, like it's a beautiful thing when you can like move through life and then reflect and go, oh, well, gosh, that kind of served me here, didn't it? You know, mm. this was my story. This is my path. And it all kind of makes sense eventually. So it sounds like that really. And isn't although, it kind of great? Yeah. I mean, it is. like you were saying, like now, you know, you do X when you're dating someone. And I'm like, isn't that just yeah. to go through that line? Isn't yeah. that so great? It's so great. Yeah. It's so great to wake up. Because because yeah. some of us, you know, we could repeat that cycle forever. And then suddenly my kids are repeating that cycle. It's not something mm. I really want to do. Right. I want to not I want to break the cycle. So I better I better wake up and learn something here. or I'm going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. So, well, you thank have. You. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Dr. Paula, who is she? How did she come into the game? Oh, I love that you're asking about her. I was not expecting that. <laughs> so so basically eight greens truly did explode just absolutely explode. And so I very early on was like, whoa, you know, so 
Long story short, was able to use a White House contact when the Obamas were in office and said, you know, the FDA will not approve a dietary supplement. They just they don't. They won't they won't like give their seal for a dietary supplement. It's not in their in their structure. So I said I spoke to to someone incredibly senior at the White House and said uh, within the nutritional aspect of the of the White House and said, I need like your number one person outside the FDA that consult me because obviously someone in the FDA cannot consult for me. I need the top, mm. top, like they can be gra- like the grouchier, the better. You know what I mean? Mm. And so I was introduced to Dr. Paula Trumbo and she's been with me really since, you know, when I say day one, I obviously launched Eight Greens without her, but she's really been with me since the beginning in terms of me saying, okay, tell me everything I should do or shouldn't do because I want to make sure this is really top efficacy. And so she's, I mean, she's such a badass and has no idea. She was at the FDA for 15 years. She wrote the U.S. government food pyramid. Oh, whoa. Sits on the board of like WHO, UNICEF. I mean, she is so beyond the real deal and just kind of like, oh yeah, I da 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 You know, she's like no idea how amazing she is. Uh, No idea how amazing she is. So was she kind of turned on and lit up by the idea of eight greens when you first approached her or did she even have her own reservations? No, for two reasons she lit up. One, that they are real greens. And she's like, you have no idea how special that is, Dawn, that there are eight real greens in there because then you have these thousands of phytonutrients that only real greens will provide. And then two, I think she was, for lack of a better word, that I cared so much because, you know, we were starting to really grow and and be successful. And she's like, most people would just, you know, ride that success as quick and fast and everything. And the fact that you care, she was really... She was she was grateful, I guess. And so that was it was really nice, you know, and she really um, so she went to the U.S. Department of Agriculture database, which is the largest food database in the world. Um, I think the world, definitely America. I shouldn't say world until I've double confirmed that. And she wrote the food equivalencies for us. So as you you know how it says the amount of, you know, 15 cups of broccoli, da da da. she did all of that. And so it was really important to me that, you know, if I'm going to put food equivalencies out there, if I'm going to put anything out there that I want as close to the FDA as possible to be, yes, to be helping me. So before we break down the products, because I'm so curious, like what came first and then yes, what all these equivalencies are and that kind of thing. At what point through this journey did you go, God, America's so deficient. Like you knew you needed greens. You knew Mm -hmm. they were going to be healing for you. You wanted to help your friends and family. But like the statistics are mind-blowing. Dire. Dire. Yeah, they've gotten so much worse since COVID. So the CDC right now, the CDC reports that 90% of Americans don't get the minimum greens a day, which is about a cup the minimum vegetable, minimum vegetables a day, which is about a little over a cup, about a cup and a half a day. That means 10% is getting it. It's terrifying, but it's yeah. it's not surprising because we all know they're so overwhelming, expensive, you know, smell, la, 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 dirty. I, I, I know it. I'm with you all, you know, but that's a really good question because do you want to know when I knew the answer? When I was ill mm. because my surgeon, I mean, he's one of the top, top surgeons and he was like, you're doing what, you know? And I just turned 48 and I was 25 when I was ill with him. And he always, um, I, you know, we are now personal friends and everything. And he always says to my husband, your wife gave me so many sleepless nights because back then no one was doing anything outside of the hospital, you know, no integrative medicine, complimentary, nothing 
Well, now, you know, it's 100% are doing additional stuff. But you don't even get asked. I mean, it's like kind of a given. And again, no disrespect to the medical world, but my doctor, I'm 48 too. And I'm I'm pretty sure no doctor's ever said, tell me about your diet. Like how many greens are you getting every day? No one's ever. We don't talk nutrition. Maybe that's changing, but- but for a long, long time, yeah, to your point, like it was just kind of more, it was just like one line. Which is shocking because I'd go there and, you know, I would, when I was getting the surgeries, they were, they were quite back to back. And I was, I, it was really a struggle to keep up with having the surgeries so quickly. And I, it was just, my body was depleted. I just had a surgery and, you know, for me to go and have, like, I remember frozen yogurt, it would just hurt so much, you know, Mm -hmm. well, okay, that's not nutrition. You know, Mm -hmm. you need to go have some spinach. And it was just, my body was so speaking to me. And so that was really the first time that I was like, wow, I, I really cannot mess around right now. I didn't have the indulgence to mess around at that point. Well, there's that saying, food is thy medicine. And again, I'm just as guilty as everybody like listening and life is fast and, you know, moms are working. Everybody doesn't A, have the access to the food, B, have even the time, the energy, the wherewithal to cook. So what I love about Eat Greens is like, God, have you, you know, they always say a, a successful business is one that fills in the gap. Like you don't have to stand over your stove all night to get the greens. It's just so Sol- genius. Well, solves a problem. It solves a problem. That was really my goal, yeah. you know, to solve a problem. So what was first? A powder, the tablet? The, the effervescent gum- tablet was the very first. Okay. And it was like, put it in water and drink it. The two things I care, three things. One, the no sugar was huge to me because everything has 27 grams of sugar or, you know, so much apple juice. Two, it had to be the real greens. Mm -hmm. And then three, it had to taste good. And that was the 264 prototypes, which Mm. just a little side note, God bless my husband, because the first, you know, (laughs) the first 50 were pretty juicy and chunky and bad. Yeah. You did it though. That's really impressive. No sugar. Cause anybody who's paying any attention today also knows like sugar is the devil. Like right. it took me years to figure that out too. I'm doing a whole no drinking thing at the moment. And I feel like a new woman. Oh, well done. Is this this dry January no, thing? No, it wasn't a dry January. It's just, I've been like the last year just taking inventory. Like I'm just kind of having, again, I went through this kind of healing period. I was doing my hot yoga thing. I was like really kind of finding myself. And then I was like, I sit on the show and talk about, you know, wellness all the time with so many amazing people like yourself. And I'm always like preaching about like taking care of ourselves, but I was still drinking like more than I should. Oh, and it was okay. like, it's so counterintuitive. It's, it's killing me. I mean, it's, it's poison, you know? So A, the sugar, but B, everything else yeah. that happened. So I just slowly started paying more attention. And then just around the holidays, I overdid it. And I was felt the shame of being mad at myself. Oh, it's like, this is not an act of worst. love. You know, I'm treating myself like an asshole. You know, <laughs> like this isn't something you do with someone you love. You wouldn't want anyone to feel this way. So I just, I don't know. I had a, a light bulb just kind of click for me. And so I've had maybe two days I've drank in the last month. And I'm like, kind of, I think I'm going to ride this wave for a while. See so, what happens. Wow. I'm just going to replace my wine with eight greens. Oh, God. Okay. Well, have, okay. Have a, have, look at my skin change. <laughs> okay. Look at this. No, honestly, people have been saying to me, they're like, yeah, you, you, something looks different. It's, it's amazing when we take care, care of, ourselves. of ourselves. It's not, it's not that complicated, is it? It could be, but like, again, what you're doing is like you're making it easier 
four people. I didn't even know. This is, I was looking through your cookbook and I do the tablets in the water when I can remember and try to get my greens, thanks to you. I didn't know I could be putting these in actual like recipes and oh, doing yeah. like the baked goods and like, like there's a, you've figured out ways to get this into everything. Oh yeah, that's, and I know your kids are a bit older, but it's such a game changer for kids. Every Sunday morning we do it in our pancakes. I always put it in their brownies, birthday cakes. It's great. I mean, anything, your soups, your, you can marinate, you know, because it, it doesn't change the flavor. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a really good way to sneak it in. And you can dissolve the tablets in water when you're baking. Is that how yeah, you kind of do that? Yeah, normally I do water. I mean, you okay. can do other things, but I, I, even if the recipe does not have water in it, I'll just do like two tablespoons of water, but you know, just as long as it's liquefied and yes. then you put it in. Yes. I do a lot of that just back to the whole skin because I, I really, it ate green skin. The tablet is I can't get enough of it. It's the only thing. I mean, I can't even wear serums because I will just get rashes and stuff. So I I hide it in all my food. Genius. As well as drink it, but yeah. So how do, for everyone who doesn't know eight greens yet, you know, there are the tablets, you know, have the lollipops, you have mm. the powders, you have the gummies. The gummies. My kids love the gummies. Oh, good. Yeah, the oh gummies. Oh, my gosh. Love well, the gummies. America's obsessed with gummies. I know. I mean, yeah. it's, I'm, I worry. We launched in Target a year ago, and it's just crazy how much Target loves gummies. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a gummy nation at this moment. It is. I mean, it, and I'm American, know. so I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't nation. quite caught the gummy. I mean, I love the, um, I do like the gummies, but I love the blood orange effervescent tablet. I mean, that's my my morning ritual. And then, and then the eight green skin tablet. So how, back to the tablets, because you're mentioning the skin tablet, there are various, like, I guess, versions of the product because there's immunity, there's the skin, like you mentioned, there's a detox gummy. Mm -hmm. um, are these just variations of the greens that cater to that specific need or how does that work? Yeah. So the, so originally it was the eight greens that I used when I was ill and those are the tried and true. I, I couldn't stand by them more. And that was made into the tablet and to the gummies. And then we have different flavors, obviously, for those. Then with everyone asking about my skin, I thought, God, I need to do something for skin. So it's eight different greens that are focused on skin, green tea, alfalfa, peppermint, et cetera, plus the biotin and collagen in the tablets, and then the hyaluronic acid and the biotin in the gummies. So cool. Yeah. And then the lollipops, which I have to say, I just have like such a little love for the lollipops because they're the world's first real greens lollipop. And that was, that was my second like big, oh boy, that was, that was tricky. I mean, you can imagine how disgusting the, the first. Because they taste many. great. So Thank bravo. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah. to have real greens in them. I mean, they were so disgusting oh. at the beginning and, and it was, and that I give to my, my 12 year old son. He tried them all for me. So. Oh, he was your taste tester. That's he was my awesome. taste tester. No, yeah. my son was sick over the holidays and he's like, or he thought he was getting sick and he had a little bit of like a cold. And I was like, here, have the detox lollipop, you know, like those come in so handy. It's like, so. Thank you. It's, it's so, it's great. Cause also the, with the lollipops, which was not planned, a lot of people write in and say, it takes me so long to eat them. So it's, a, it's not just like a two second, mm -hmm. you know, fulfillment. Like mm -hmm. you, you feel like you're having candy, but it takes a while. Yeah. So it's great. I, and they're right. It's not something you can just lick and be done with in 30 wow. seconds. So. 
Well, the work you've put into this, I know that you've traveled the world, like you said. What what has that been like? I don't know if you're still doing that, mm. um, but like I was like looking at all the places you go to source these ingredients. It's incredible. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's something I really, um, I would say it's like passion, but really I feel a responsibility to be totally honest. And like I was just in Africa with my husband and children and we were on the border of Congo and Tanzania and my kids are like, watch mom's going to go do something. And they're right. I did. I went and I found this incredible recipe of a soup and I was back in the kitchen and, and well, kitchen hot pot, you know, and mm -hmm. it was, it was incredible. The natives were teaching me how to do stuff that I had no idea, you know, and it's so anywhere I go, I try to, I try to really get to the natives and learn, you know, their, their way. But for me, what makes me so excited is going somewhere to, you know, be it a leading doctor, a leading medical center, or I'm not really a spa girl, but like just, a, a, you know, and they're all so exclusive and expensive and there's a two-year wait list and this doctor, you know, will see you in four years and this and that. Going and meeting these people or these places and finding that gem, that one gem, and then bringing it back and helping, you know, people in America that they can do it in their kitchen after their kids go to bed or in their own bathroom. Those things make me super, mm. it just makes me so excited. Yeah. I, I, I kind of corny, but it I can see that. Does. No, it's like some people go a whole lifetime without like something like this that makes them feel so alive. Yeah. So it's incredible that you found this. I'm curious because when you started may have been a different time than today. Mm. There are green powders, there's green supplements, there's green, like I feel like, I think it's very confusing for consumers because now the, the market is just inundated with this stuff, which is not all created equal. And I'm sure no one knows that better than you. Yeah. So what is like really the most distinguishing factor about a greens versus anything else out there? The real greens. They're real. They're real grains. So they're the real grains. <laughs> Everyone else has extract and concentrate, you know, or essence of. Yeah. So the real grains are huge. And then taste, because you might do it, you know, a week if you're sick or here and there. If, you know, someone hears you commenting on skin, you might try it for a couple of weeks, but no one's gonna stick to it if it if it if it doesn't taste good, you know, it, it needs to be pleasurable. Yeah. So the taste was really important. But really the the upside is that it's such a big industry now and that people are wanting to take care of themselves, which is fantastic. The downside, as you said, especially during COVID, a lot of kind of questionable products were made because people were like, oh, hey, this is, yeah. you know, this is a business now. Yeah. And so there are a lot of businessmen doing green products, which I really, customers aren't dumb, you know? Yeah. They're so, people are smart. They can feel it. They can taste it. Mm -hmm. And and so I feel like it's just a matter of, of helping educate them and for me, the big thing is keeping it simple, you know? So even yes. if I'm going to that health center in Germany or wherever, or working on an eight greens, you know, project or something, how can I make it really simple? Because the the only thing that does concern me with this wellness craze is that it's so complicated and it's so overwhelming. You know, do this, don't do this, try this, buy this, don't even think about trying that. Eat you know, this way, that diet, try this, don't do that. And yeah. it's different like every month, yes. right? Yeah. And so you can't really figure out what do I do and what do I continue doing? So for me, it's like, let's just keep it simple, you know, and if it works for you, it works for you. Yes. Well, speaking of simple and wellness, how do you live? What is your lifestyle like? How do you take care of yourself day to day? Well, like, I'm really some glad you brought that up because stuff. when we were five minutes ago, when you used the word shame mm -hmm. from having too many cocktails over Christmas, the first thing is I really, I just, I just 
I hate that word. I don't. I'm a lot more balanced than people think. I think they think I should be this guru of, you know, 24-7 beacon of health because I created Eight Greens. I am incredibly yin and yang. Like my boys actually wrote a note, a a Christmas card to me, a Christmas letter. And years back, Elle magazine coined me the the green queen. And my nine-year-old was like, I love when the family laughs at you when you're eating your five guys burger. And I was like, shh, don't tell them that. And, you know, I'll, I have my, my Oreo milkshake and Five Guys Burger with my boys. And yes. I go to New York and have my Ben slice of pizza. I'm incredibly, yes. I'll have my glass of wine on the airplane last night yeah. flying here. I'm incredibly normal, but I balance it. Like, I won't push it. And part of it is the leg issue of not having the sensation in half my leg. Like, I can't push it. My body won't, I just, I can't. But also, and that's really what, like, I I love sharing it with you or anyone. Like, there are tips to where you can have a glass of wine, but then next, the next day do A, B, and C. Like, it doesn't have to be so extreme. Yes. And, so shameful to like, yes, you know, I know it's human. a terrible feeling and a yes, an ugly word. And yeah, it'd be really nice if we could just get rid of it all together. I love that. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, a bit of a bit of of all of it, you know, mm-hmm. just have it be a little bit calmer and more, you know, mm-hmm. not so, so rigid. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like such a big deal to have a milkshake or, you know yes. what I mean? Oh, totally. Like just keep it a little bit more balanced. Yes. What has it been like for you now that Eight Greens has exploded and it's doing so well and continuing to grow? Like you're on the Today Show now and Drew Barrymore is like hyping up Eight Greens and like the talk or all these, you know, major media outlets are embracing you and your story and your brand. I mean, that's that's got to be some icing on the cake. That's a good way to look at it. Sugar-free. No. Oh, sugar-free icing. Um, no, it was fantastic. And it was really, I again, I'm going to sound so cheesy and corny, but it's so great. Like going and doing the Today Show, the best part is in between before and after, you know, the grip guy running up to me, the lighting woman coming over and being like, oh, I love that eight greens or, oh, my child puts it in their smoothie or those little moments of nug. Oh, they're so great. And then just, of course, like having uh, the anchors, Savannah and, and Hoda, like love it. And so I love just hearing, you know, people that, that I respect, you know, I have so much respect for them as women <laughs> get up at 0am every morning and have little kids and, you know, lead a life that is just, wow. That, that love eight greens, that is just so fulfilling and keeps me going when, you know, I am exhausted on a plane after a red eye and, you know, trying to get my kid to school and I can barely like stand up and, you know, all the usual stuff that we go through. That's really amazing. And then Drew, I, I mean, I will say she's a personal friend, so that's completely transparent there, but I just, I have so much respect for her as a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, forget the celebrity part and everything yeah. else. Like she's so strong mm-hmm. and people that I really respect that love eight greens. is just like, wow, it's, it's really amazing. You guys got to help me get Drew on the podcast. <laughs> I've been pitching her team and nobody's getting back to me. So Dawn, you're my in. <laughs> oh, I can work I on that. Drew very, I too. I've just been a fan for, for years and years. I thought I gotta, gotta have her in that chair. She's incredible. Oh, well, she yeah. will. She will. We'll yeah, it. no, she's really special. I mean, I'm sure you, I'm sure you interviewed her. In yes, your previous I have over time. the years, yeah. but like always on a red carpet or something, you know, briefly in passing, never like just meaningful, deep conversation. 
Yeah, she's she's special. She seems like an incredible place with her new show and her kind of lease on life. It's just really cool. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I know I'm in LA as I say this. I'm not really big into being real friends with celebrities. Like it's, you know, you can say hi and have a meal with them or whatever, but I'm not really into like the real, and she is so not that case. Mm. Yeah, she's she's pretty special. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so 2023, here we are. You've like- I don't know if there's anywhere to go, but something tells me like what's going on with the company this year or or are you just out speaking to it or are you developing new products or like what's this year Um, look like? Well, I don't want to go, I don't want to be one of those companies that has like 200 SKUs and this and that. I want to keep it really simple, Mm -hmm. back to the word simple. So we are going to do probably a few new flavors, but I don't want to go and do other things. You know, they're, they're, many people are going and creating a whole bunch of new stuff. And I just thought, I want to keep it simple. You know, like the gummies, we're in a gummy jar right now that is is just doing so well that we will make them into little snackable pouches. You can throw it in your purse or your lunchbox. And so, you know, various form factors of the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not just going to make a product to make We're a not going to have greens for our hair? Anytime. Like no, shampoo? No, no. Do you know like week <laughs> three, I was asked to do a greens moisturizer with someone. I'm like, I'm not going to skip care industry like I know my limitations here sweetheart like you will not see an eight green skin mask or anything like that um I say that now watch no I'm not I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking um so we will do different forms but really for me it's you know I feel like we have the core products that are so I just I really believe in them I know the efficacy I know their strength getting them to you know Target was I'm sorry to keep talking about Target I don't know if I should be saying this on your podcast But it was our first, besides Amazon, obviously, our first big mass market. And that that makes me so excited to be able to know that it's getting out to everyone. You know, that is, oh, that makes me so excited. So we'll do more of that in 2023. And then what I really want to do is keep it, I feel like, I'm definitely learning as I go, but I feel like there are so many influencers. And as you were saying, so many green products that it's become a competition of like who can outwin the tech aspect Mm. of greens. And I don't want to play that game. Mm. So I want to keep it really, really simple and just focus on the customer and, and they're smart. They'll, they'll, you know, what they want, they'll want. So that's, you know, I keep going back to the word simple, but that's kind of my, my, why change the game idea for this year? Everything you've been doing is working. So whatever that is, right. Just, (laughs) That gut thing again. That gut thing, yeah. yeah. And keeping it simple. I really, I, I I, have to say those two things have really worked for me in life. And if people listening are now going to go to the website, try the products for yourself, if I do it once, I don't need to do it every single day or like there's still value even if I just remember on a Monday, right? Oh, like how, how, simple again. Yeah, so simple. All I'm trying to do is get greens into more people in an easy way, lower that 90 percent statistic of CDC. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's not more pressure to, yeah. you know, start another routine in your life. I'm not yeah. asking you to like metamorphose something or, you know, join a membership, like just, just take it easy. You know, yeah. I, no pressure. <laughs> like we do not need to do more pressure. I, I feel somehow lighter just having you here. Thank you. No oh. more pressure, no more shame. I, I'm going to take on this mindset. I really like it. Thank oh, you. Oh, with pleasure. Gosh, well, did I miss anything? Is there no, anything? No, you're, uh, you're, so, you're really good. I mean, I know you've been doing this. This is like your eight billionth rodeo, but no. you're a very good listener and you're very oh. good at asking questions because oh, I feel like now I've done, 
a fair amount of interviews, obviously not like the number that Drew's done or anything. And it's kind of the same. You're very good at asking questions. Oh, yeah. Thanks. You ask the questions where you can't um, not answer like the real detail about like my husband and <laughs> stuff. Where I'm like, boy, I haven't really gone out public with that. Hey, did we get some breaking news? We got some scoop. You oh, know, yeah. I am not driven by that, actually. Um, so thank you. That's very kind. I actually just I think my genuine interest in life exactly. is actual stories from a real human beings. So so those just come You're genuinely naturally. interested. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. really and yeah. you're doing your own thing, which I have to say, like the three seconds that I've known you, I really have so much respect that you're like, you've, you're, you're, you're doing it, you know? Thank you. It's, it's you not You got to kind of just do your race, you know, same thing like with everything, I'm sure in your business. At it's your like, pace. At your pace, your own race, got, can't always look at what everybody else is doing and stay true to yourself. I mean, that's kind of my formula right now, because it is competitive and everybody even their brother has a podcast now which I think is great because I love that people can create and everybody mm. has something to say and that's fine but yeah it's it's a wild it's the wild kind of new frontier in media with all the digital stuff and it the really podcasts is right yeah it's uh, but your sincerity really comes out and mm. I feel like same with greens to podcasts you're, you're right it's like there's like a dime a dozen now you know but I feel like good intention and like staying true to yourself comes out and people can feel it and see it. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. And hopefully everybody listening, that maybe that's even one more takeaway. Don't forget it, guys. Authenticity. Just be true to yourself. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'll get a dozen like, she has five guys, da 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 da, ah, da. No, And it's won't. like, girl. No, no, and that's fine because for me, it's like, that's my family bonding moment yes. on our weekend. You know, like, I wouldn't cares give about that up judging. for the world, you know? So no. if you have an issue with that, like- yeah. No. And it's just do your own pace. And like, if, if you want to have your five guys with your family, have your five guys with your you family. You know what? It would be in and out if we lived in LA. Let hey. me just say, oh, <laughs> that is a in very and out. good place. You know, you, there is no amount of perfection that would be free from ridicule or criticism or judgment. Cause that's just the world we live in. Everybody's got something to say about everybody. So, you know, that psh, don't even like, it's right. certainly part of putting yourself out there as a your face forward for your company and everything and and myself being in the you know public eye to some degree all these years it's like that is just comes with the territory no matter whether you're eating five guys or not people will find they'll find something but that's okay because we don't care right? do we? that's yeah. one of the other and i'm always like if everyone liked you you're not doing anything that's like, right get up and do something you're that's so true i yeah. think i used to suffer from that i'm actually trying oh. to be less agreeable because like you know it's that saying you know well-behaved women never make history it's like i i want to kind of disrupt not for the sake of disruption but i exactly i'm, I'm done being my boyfriend teases me. I'm that was Kathy, and now I'm Cat, and then maybe I'll be Catherine eventually because I still got stuff to do. <laughs> okay, that's nothing. No, I've never suffered that. No, the people See? pleaser has not been mine. That's you good. that yeah. I know. No more. Yeah. I know. You've got the stable <laughs> husband and the clear focus and, you know, a really healthy approach to life. I've had a little more turbulence, but we're getting there. I've had turbulence. How oh, high was that? Have. I have had turbulence. <laughs> oh my God. I I, I live yes. in a foreign country. I'm married to a foreigner. I I have had I guess I what I meant is self-inflicted turbulence. Like I've made some bad choices. Okay. That that yeah. 
<laughs> we'll do our therapy sequel next time. Okay. <laughs> That'll be next. That'll be next. But it sure was a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. Oh, Dawn Russell, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Use code CAT20 at checkout on 8greens.com for 20% off your first purchase. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And a reminder, you can catch a brand new episode of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day every Tuesday. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And of course, I'd love to hear from you. So leave me a rating and leave me a review. Also, follow us on social media for all the behind the scenes action and more info. That's at I am Kat Sadler on Instagram and at ABD with Kat. Talk to you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.